This is a place where real masculinity is painfully learned, deeply celebrated, and aggressively deployed. We are committed to training you how to fight the war against all that is fighting you. This is the Dangerous Man Podcast. What's up, Dangerous Man Podcast? How are you men doing today? I am Rory Lawrence, and I'm here with my friend... Matt Fortin. What's up, Matt? How are you doing today, man? Good, man. Let's do this. Let's do this. Episode four. Gentlemen, episode four. Isolation leads to elimination. Before we get into that, I just want to let you know, man, we started this podcast because we believe that you men are worth investing in. We believe that you men are worth helping to train and helping you to get to be the man that God has designed you to be, the masculine man that God has designed you to be. So today we're talking about isolation leads to elimination. The lone wolf mentality must die. It has to. It has to. And so, Matt, why don't you hit us with, uh, why don't I hit you with the first question? Why do you think men are isolated today? I think that there's a lot of distractions out there for men. Um, And they, we, sorry, we um, look to other things to uh, take away our pain, take away our... um, emotions that we're having, we try and suppress a lot of that um, with other things, including, you know, laziness or um, other, uh, some addictions, uh, smoking, drinking, all that. And it, all of that gets suppressed and you just don't want to talk about it. Men don't want to talk to other men about stuff they're going through. They just want to bury it down. Uh, deep and I think that culture wants men isolated for yeah. this reason to take over culture and look what we're going through no, that's serious, right now man. and um, so yeah the the lone wolf mentality you know it sounds great right it is on kind paper of, it, yeah it is kind of it, it's kind of appealing you know because it's like ooh. It's, it, it's like this weird false benevolence of like, I'm the lone wolf. But you don't, it's not what it's cracked up to be. You don't want no. to be in that mentality. Um, Actually, because- hold on. So if you break it down, the lone wolf, um, I think culture celebrates that because the lone wolf mentality, you're strong, you're, you can stand on your own. But the reality is if you ever... Um, look into like wolves and, and, and watch a documentary on wolves. You'll find out that the lone wolf is only the lone wolf because he was kicked out or because maybe he's unhealthy or he's sick or this. The lone wolf, you know, in, in, in the wolves world, the lone wolf is the first to die. The first. He is not connected to the pack. You know, he doesn't get all the benefits of being with a pack. He has to hunt alone, like all this different stuff. A lone wolf is detrimental to himself. But we have a culture that kind of, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, is like culture is celebrating that. 
and it wants it. Like I, I think the devil wants men isolated because if you if you have men getting together and and dealing with their issues and making each other better and getting stronger and and building up in the ranks, if you have men doing that, well, well, that's dangerous because now you have men who can take kingdom ground. Now you have men can break down barriers that that would never ever ever exist um, if they if they weren't isolated and distracted and. You know, I think isolation is something that, listen, it's, it's, it's good to be alone, but not for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's good for quiet time and, and alone time, but isolation, like a lifestyle of isolation is extremely detrimental and dangerous. Um, I'll ask you this one. Why do you think that feeling of being alone, like why... Why do men crave that feeling of wanting to be alone and being that um, and having that mentality? Oh, 100%. I'll, I'll tell you right now. Uh, men want to be alone because we want to be left alone. We deal with a lot. Uh, we deal with a lot of emotion, we deal with a lot of trauma, we deal with a lot of problem solving, we, deal, we constantly, constantly are dealing with this like heavy stream of I need this, this thing has to be dealt with, we're constant problem solvers, um, you know, we deal with a whole lot of incoming um, stimuli, uh, incoming noise, um, just from everything, and, you know, I think men are like, listen, I just... Like you ever had, you ever said, I just need to go somewhere where nobody is and just be quiet. That's why I love fishing so much. <laughs> One, um, there are times like I typically, I make it um, my goal to always go fishing with somebody. I always take somebody because it's, it really is a lot of fun when you're with other people. But there are some times where I'm like, <laughs> nobody's coming with me today. I'm taking the boat. I'm going as far out as I can. If anyone's on the water, I'm just going to keep going past them. Like I don't even want to see another human being right now because I need to get, I, I need to recenter myself. And so isolation isn't bad in the proper dosage. Like I would say that it's not bad unless your dosage is wrong. Cause if you think about it, like what's the first thing they do in prison when somebody has come in and they've done something horrible or whatever, the first thing they, Oh, we're going to put you in isolation. So isolation really, if we think about it in the, in the wrong dose is dangerous because even in uh, solitary confinement, when they put these guys in solitary confinement, they lose their minds. And it, we were talking earlier, like uh, one of the first things God said after he created man, he was like, oh, it's not good for this guy to be alone. Again, in doses, I think small doses, isolation is very effective at healing you, at um, helping you clear your head. You know, it's the reason why sometimes like you ever you ever get to your house and just sit in your, your car for like 15 minutes or so. And you're just like, oh, like you just got to get it all out. And then you're like, okay, shake it off, and you move on. Um, so I, th I think, you know, culture celebrates isolation and this whole lone wolf mentality. But in reality, our isolation is putting us in a position to be eliminated, to be taken out. And it and it, it's not even going to take much effort to remove somebody who is an isolated person. And, yeah, when when I picture the man that's always chasing after things because he he thinks there's something better out there there's something that he's missing out on 
And I always pictured the the man that runs to the the strip club, you know, yeah. runs to something, runs to the bar yep. to, to drink, to suppress these feelings and trying to find something that's better out there and f- just fantasizing about these things. And it's uh, for that man, you're just going to keep running in circles. If you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep running in circles. And the important stuff that matters is within your community, building those relationships. And um, it's, it's the pain of that that you're feeling and running around trying to chase all these things that are um, are addictions, uh, yeah. sexual sin, uh, laziness, and that's what the enemy wants you in. And um, I think it's it, it's really fear. I wonder, and I'm just kind of thinking out loud. I wonder if it's the fear. Um, what what makes us run to isolation? Because you do have to run to it. You have to you have to run away from everything. So really, isolation, it, you know, permanent not permanent, but like constant isolation, or keeping yourself in isolation is is you're running away from, away from something. And so, man, I challenge you with this: like, what are you running away from, so that you can stay isolated? Because for some of for some guys I know, like they're isolated and they're they're totally cool with it. And listen, I'm not saying you got to be everybody's friend. But you need somebody in your life. Everybody at some point in time needs somebody else. And men, we need each other. We speak the same language. We understand each other. The Bible even says we make each other better. We're able to do things uh, together to to grow each other that, that nobody else can do. And so we need each other. Now, again, you don't have to be everybody's friend. You don't need, you know, 200 friends. Uh, give me two quality friends and you can take on the world with that. Yeah. And as the men listening to this podcast, I challenge you to look at men in your community or men that you know about that maybe fit this prototype um, of a lone wolf and reach out to them. But Roy, what are some ways that you can do that um, to reach isolated men? Um just because we need to help every man just Seriously. get out of that. Well, and it's it's killing us. It's killing our potential. Um, it's killing our ability to grow. Um, the male isolation, and, and I, I think the enemy uh, set this up a long time ago. It's like, all right, let's get man who's who's my most hated enemy, um, and let's let's isolate him. Let's get him working. Let's get him distracted with this and distracted with that. Let's get him afraid of this and afraid of that and all this stuff. And if, if you really trace it down to it's it's us not staying close, staying connected to God, not listening to God, not not um, believing that He's gonna do what He said He's gonna do. It's us not knowing that our Father designed us to be different. Uh, he created us for community, like really, and you have a you have a world where it's celebrating and um, enforcing this male isolation, and it's destroying men. I mean, look at look at the statistics on suicide. Men are the greatest um, 
stats on those who commit suicide. It's men. It's like four or five times, I think. Don't quote me on that, but it's, I think it's four or five times the amount of women that, that, that men commit suicide. Like, that's staggering. Why? Why is that? Like, why is that a very male-dominated problem? Now, I'm not sitting here and minimizing anybody else, but, like, men are struggling with suicide on a level that women are not. And that's something that we should be attend- be paying attention to. And I would say it's absolutely 100% closely related to isolation. I'm by myself. I got to figure this out. I have to do it all. Me, 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 me. We're, we're, we're very self-centric. Uh, and um, it's killing us. It's destroying us. It's not allowing us to be who God's designed us to be at all. And so with that being said, um, how can we change and so, like, to answer your question, Matt, how can we change? How can we reach isolated men? Well, guys, this is actually not as hard as we would think. It's really, it's not rocket science. It's not actually that difficult. Um, sometimes it's just like, hey, let, let's go let's go do something together. You know, one of the things, guys, guys, we connect around doing something. Like, you want us to sit in a room and read a book and talk about our feelings, like, go pound sand. You're not going to get very far. And listen, I don't want to pick on, um, because I am actually a big-time reader. I love to read, and I will talk about things. And so, like, I'm not picking on guys. Like, if that's if you're able to do that, good. You have a strength there that most men don't. Like, I, I applaud you. Like, you're awesome. But if you can, if that's not your strength, um. It's simple. Just get around guys and do something. Invite the boys over and say, hey, we're having a campfire. Hey, I need to fix my... Here's another thing. Like, And I, and I think this goes back to the whole like men don't ask for help thing uh, or directions. Um, <laughs> but ask guys to come. Hey, man, I'm having this. I have to you know, fix my car. Or I'm doing this. Or, hey, can you come help me with this or, or that? Like, It's a simple thing that honestly like we overlook it. We're like, oh, no, I can do it. And yeah, I know you can do it, but there's just something about inviting somebody. There's many times I've invited guys over to hang out and do something that I could have easily done myself. But the time we had while we were doing it, while we were working on fixing the problem or doing this or working on the boat or working on the cars or whatever it was, uh, having a campfire, barbecue and something like that, the time that we spent doing those things together was really, it was very bonding. And it, it, created watch this man it created friendships out of doing that thing yes i know that not every guy's like that but most of us are and some of us don't even know we are because we've never put ourselves into a um circumstance where we had to do something together i'm just gonna live uh you know in my my man cave and play video games and Listen, I'm not even dogging on video games. Like, I love to get down on some Call of Duty. Like, I wish I was better at that because some of the guys I play with, I'm like, dang, dude, what are you guys doing? Like, how is this even possible? But, again, doing something together. So, men, if you want to get out of your isolation, get into somebody's life, invite them to go do something. It's that simple. Just eat the humble pie and say, listen, 
hey, you want to go do this? You want to go do that? Like, it's just very simple. But, but again, here's the thing. You're in isolation. You're not thinking properly. Your mind's all over the place. You're running the coping mechanisms. You're afraid. You don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to build a friend. You know, it's so funny. It's like kids are the best at this. Little children are so good at making friends. And you know why? <coughs> Excuse me. They don't complicate it. Hey, you want to be my friend? Yep. Okay. We're friends now. Boom. Done. Thank you. Move on. Like that's literally, that's how we made friends, right? I mean, how did you make friends when you were like, like think about it, like five years old? I don't know. We want to do a coloring book together. Yeah. Want to play Jenga. <laughs> Dude, try this dirt. It's delicious. Eat my mud pies. And like, yeah, we, you would connect so easily because we would just ask them to be our friend. It don't have to complicate it. Like we, 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 adults, we really get in our own way so bad. We really, we screw things up royally because we just overcomplicate it. Yeah, overthinking, overcomplicating things. Yeah, it doesn't take much to be like, hey, dude, hey, you want to go grab a beer? Hey, you want to go, um, you know, what, or I don't know how to do this. Can you show me how to do it? Again, we were talking a little bit about that on the New Year's episode. But, like, it's just if you want to get a man out of isolation One, he's got to want to get out of it because I'll tell you what, man, I've tried to pull somebody out of isolation that they did not want to be removed. And I'll tell you, it was one of the most frustrating things ever because it was like, no matter what I did, no matter how hard I tried, no matter how many times I talked to him, no matter how many text messages I sent, no matter how many invitations, the dude would just not budge. I'm like, okay, Lone Wolf, see you later. Because the next time I see you, I don't even know what the world's going to be able to do because you're not connected to anybody. You're you're out there running your own thing, and you you were okay with it to a certain degree. I'm sure deep down inside he was not and still probably isn't, but he just wouldn't budge. And men <coughs> don't <coughs> – excuse me. But he, he just wouldn't budge. And men, if if – if they're not willing to move and get and pull themselves out of isolation, you can try a little bit to kind of, you know, remove their head from their rear. But if they don't want to and they just want to stay where they're at, move on to somebody who's going to receive it. That's tough. You know, with that situation, you're planting seeds. And, you know, we can still do that. We can pray for um, that man that you're reaching out to. And God will... Do the work. Oh, absolutely. He's way better. Not, he's way better than we are. Yeah. And again, uh, I don't think it's. We should come out of it as an act of love uh, towards another brother, and you know, use that prayer time to pray for them and l- let God do the work. Don't you don't have to force it all. Right. You're planting the seed um, for them to grow. So I think that's that's good. Um. So as men, the enemy comes at us to steal, kill, and destroy us. Um, He creates these traps and temptations always. How do we avoid them and get through them when they're coming on a daily basis? How do we avoid them? Uh, So that's that's one thing. I don't think you can. No, you, you can't avoid avoid them like as in I'll never be tempted. Like, but it's your what is your response to temptation? That's really all it is. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, oh, I just 
you know, and it, it is funny because as men, we when we are isolated, again, left to our own devices, when we're isolated and we're alone, we are easily eliminated. We're eliminated from leading our families. We're eliminated from leading our homes. We're eliminating from leading in our marriages. We're eliminating from leading in our communities because it doesn't take much to get an isolated man to uh, give up, to give up. Like there's this video, uh, this video, the one I just showed you on the lions on YouTube, uh, men, I'm going to post the link in the show notes, but there's this video of this lion and he's getting attacked by like 20 different hyenas. And in this video, dude, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. I'll post it on my Facebook page and I'll share it out on Instagram, but I'll put it in the show notes too as well. So you guys can check this out, but go watch this video and listen. Just yeah, listen, listen, the listen noise, to it. dude. Oh, the noise. So so there, there's this lion in the middle. He's a pretty big lion. Like, he's very formidable. And these hyenas are all around him, yipping and yapping and biting at him all over the place. And he, he's spinning around in directions. He's trying to fight. He's trying to fight. But he's just he's getting worn out and worn out and worn out and worn out. And you can see the fight leaving him uh, because he's trying to fight all these things by himself. And then there's this really dramatic part where they switch the camera. And of course it's, it's like David Attenborough narrating with, you know, David Attenborough, the greatest voice ever in nature films. Like I could fall asleep to that guy talking. It's his voice is incredible, but so they're, they're fighting, 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 wearing them out, wearing them out. And then there's a very dramatic change where the, his, his brother lion or another male lion hears the roars of his friend getting beaten and, and, and torn up. And this guy, this other lion just starts trotting in like, just like, yeah, dude, wait till I get there. I'm going to mess you up because you're messing with my friend. This is what men got to understand is like, so all these hyenas are attacking him and attacking him and attacking him. And then his one buddy, just one more lion shows up and all the hyenas, all the problems, all the things wearing this guy out and exhausting him run away in fear. Man, there's power in that. There's You don't need a hundred friends. Just get one guy to have your back. And all you have to do is have somebody else's back. Like it, it you don't need a ton of people. You don't need to be isolated because alone, that lion was doomed. He wasn't winning that battle oh. at all. But then here comes his buddy. And what happened? The lion got stronger. He started to fight back more. His friend shows up and everybody runs. It's like, that is so powerful because there are so many men isolated, alone, hurting. They're getting picked apart. Like you look at all the hyenas. And if we could put a name over every hyena, like, oh, sexual. We, we got we to gotta make a meme on that. We do. Yeah. We do. Okay. That's going I don't down. know how to do them, but I'll, that's I'll, good. Okay, I'll figure it out. Or that's if one of down. you, if one of you men out there wants to make one. Do and, it. Yep. Send it to us. Post it. That'd be Seriously. awesome. If you could put a name over every one of those hyenas, just write it right on his body. Sexual sin, alcohol, uh, addictions, you could write, you know, uh, co any coping mechanism. Because when we're isolated, like that lion is, that's all of our copes. They're just picking us apart. The enemy doesn't, <laughs> the enemy is not intimidated, I promise you, if you are living a lonely life. The enemy is not worried about what you're going to do if you're an isolated man, the enemy wants to keep you isolated because he knows 
if you get around your brother, if you get around that other lion, y'all gonna mess some stuff up. And he doesn't want that. He doesn't want that because if that happens, oh, men start taking kingdom ground. They start wrecking things up. Marriages get better. Lives get better. Friendships get better. Suicide rates for men goes down instead of going up. The things in this world that are corrupt and destroying each other get dealt with and get punished for the wrongdoing they have because men stand up. This is the thing that we, we, we will constantly preach this till we're dead on this podcast is when men get better, when men get out of isolation, they get around each other and they grow each other. Man, everybody wins. Everybody wins. Now, oh, that's awesome. Just getting in there, getting in the fight, you know, when that other brother shows up and then he can point out the enemies plan hey look this is what the enemy's trying right. to do he can see it sometimes you Ooh, can't see it come on that's sometimes good. you're not able to see that where the enemy's coming from the angle that he's coming from and another brother may be able to say hey this is where he's coming from and he'll point that out to you and again iron sharpens iron we always say that so does man uh, a friend sharpens a friend uh we always say that and that's probably going to be one of the scriptures that comes up a lot in the show too just because it's absolutely it's, it's so powerful and um yeah that's all, that's good i wanted to uh share a couple other scriptures yeah. with you men out there um in genesis 2 chapter 18 you know like this one because i remember the other episode uh the lord god said it is not good for the man to be alone i will make a helper suitable for him mm-hmm. yeah Man, man alone, no, no, not good. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, and then in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10, says two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. And that's exactly what we were just talking about um, in that video um, that is in the description box below that you can watch. Um and one last one, Proverbs 18, verse 1. One who has isolated himself seeks his own desires. He rejects all sound judgment. Bro, rejects all sound judgment. Like an unchecked mind. Like your thoughts can run you down a road that you were never intended to be on. Uh, back in Ecclesiastes, the, the way that ends was when someone uh, who falls alone is in real trouble. Uh, let's talk about that for a minute because um, that's that's honestly like the ultimate goal is for the you know isolation to set in, and then the enemy to come and eliminate you. Um, and ultimately, like you talked about earlier, Matt, about um, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Ultimate destruction is is what. The enemy wants for your life. He doesn't want you to do what God's called you to do because if you do that, that wrecks his plan. That messes things up. And it's you walking in purpose and walking in uh, God's design. And he doesn't want that for you. He wants his destruction to take over your life. And so the ultimate destruction, I mean, if you think about it, is convincing a man that he is so alone and so unable to do things that he takes his own life. And that's just absolutely... You know, when I say isolation is killing men, it, it really is physically killing them. Um, and 
I've seen my friends go down that route. Um, I've seen, you know, a lot of really great people. And I know some of y'all are listening, have probably dealt with this, you know, the dealing with uh, the hole in your life that suicide leaves uh, when someone that you know or love has committed suicide. It's it's crazy, but it's it's really the enemy's desire to get you so dragged down into the darkness that you're like, no one, not even God can get me out of this. No friend, no wife, no spouse, no child, no, like I'm so far gone that no one is going to be able to save me. And um, that's an absolute lie from the pit of hell. And because in all reality, God can in all reality your friends can if you would share or speak up and so men when you're struggling through the isolation do something about it change and you say oh well I, I can't I don't I don't know how I don't know how I man reach out to somebody raise the white flag let a brother know like hey I'm struggling with this and I don't know what to do. Listen, men, we all, all of us, we don't have it together. You got it all together, Matt? You figure it all out? Yeah, duh. Oh, come on. I knew it. <laughs> know it all. <laughs> I knew you knew all the secrets to life and you just wouldn't share it with us. <sighs> Stingy. <laughs> we don't have it together, men. We don't. Like, honestly, at best, most of us... We're fumbling around trying to figure this thing out. And the Bible just told us right then and there, it told us that we can do this together. Together we can get better. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10, two people are better off than one. For they can, what does that word say? Help. Help each other succeed. If you're isolated, why don't you normalize asking for help? Make it a habit Make it a daily regimen. I'm going to ask five people for help today. doesn't matter on what. Just get in the habit of asking for help. And then watch your life change. Watch you crawl your way out of isolation. Because now for me, isolation was a thing that I didn't like before. I like to be around people. Um, I like uh, social interactions. I like talking. I like interacting with people. It's, it's fun. It's life-giving most of the time. <laughs> um, but I like it. And, and isolation was a thing that I was like afraid of. And now for me, isolation is a choice. I pick where I put my isolation and I pick the dosage in which I use. And that's, you know, for me, it just, it took going through hell uh, and being isolated in a place that, um, man, I'll just be honest with you guys uh, real quick. Isolation took me to a place that um, was really, really dark. Um, I would say that, like in the last year of the pandemic, um, oh, <laughs> it really, it, it did a number on me um, and, and probably the years leading up to it. But um, <sighs> I found myself in a place where it was very dark and very lonely and the thoughts that I was having um, were not healthy. They were not godly. Um, you know, just be real with y'all. It was, you know, 
just thoughts that would come into my head. And I was really struggling at this time. It was thoughts of like, Hey, like, listen, you could easily just jump off that bridge right there. And I'm like, what the heck is that? I'm like, why am I even like, I love my family. I love my friends. I love what I'm doing. I enjoy things. And, and slowly, but surely during this period of life, these thoughts started to creep in my head, Matt, like on a regular basis. And um, just trying to find the words to communicate this, but like, I, I, I don't, um, like, I'm not a suicidal person. Everybody calm down. Like I'm okay. Um, but, um, man, the thoughts were coming and they didn't stop and it got more and more. And so I finally, I started talking to, you know, talk to my wife and then, uh, you know, we went and talked to a, a trained professional and, you know, did that. And then, um, you know, started to, you know, be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to face this. And then it just got worse and worse and worse to the point where some of those thoughts were just, they were descriptive. They were telling literally like, just like, yeah, this is too much. You're, you're too far. You're not going to be able to do this. And it was just like constant, constant, constant. And then all, of course, all the, at that time, all the negativity of the world and, you know, everything that we were going through as, as a society and all the stuff that was happening, it was just like, Oh my gosh, it was overwhelming. And then beat all of that on top of isolation. It was like, I was left to my, my thoughts and I was fighting them and I was not winning. I was not winning. They would just keep coming and coming and coming. And then, so finally I was just like, you know what? I, 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 I'm fighting this, but I'm getting tired fighting this. And that feeling increased more and more and more. And this is where the enemy just keeps pushing you down a hole until you start listening to those thoughts. You start, oh, well, you know what? I am worthless and I am, um, no one, no one really does care. No one really does understand. You're right. You're right. And you, if you start agreeing with those thoughts, it's only a matter of time before the enemy will get you to take your own life. And I'll tell you, men, I went down that rabbit hole. It was dark. And, um, I never thought in a million years, you know, like, I don't know if you guys do this, but sometimes I figure like, all right, what are, what are the things I'm weak at and how are they going to hurt me? And I never thought in a million years suicide would ever be a thought to cross my brain. And I had to fight it for almost a year. Just arguing with these thoughts and being like, no, 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 this is stupid. Like, da, da, da. And I'll tell you, and it, it's, it's dark. It's scary. Um, and left again, left, left to my own demise. Like that could have been, that could have been a really bad ending. Um, but I had to get to a place where I said, you know what, I'm willing to be so vulnerable that I have to tell somebody about this. And then by sharing it, by speaking it out loud, God brought that, God brought that back into light. He brought me out of that darkness. He said, okay, yeah, like, thank you for saying something. And I listen, I, the whole time I had been praying. I'm like, why are these thoughts coming in my head? Why am I dealing with this? Why? Like, I would never, like, I love the things you've given me. I would never want to take my own life, but the devil was trying to convince me that I wanted to. And eventually you got to tell him to go pound sand. 
And I used way more colorful words than that, I promise you. Like, listen, you want some therapy, man? Cuss out the devil. It feels great. Um, <laughs> and do it out loud when no one else is around. It's wonderful. But I had to just basically start speaking truth against the lies that, w- that were being spoken into my mind and saying, you know what? No, no, that's a bunch of garbage. Like, this is, this is crap. I'm not listening to that. No, I am worth something. No, my father did, you know, d- uh, you know create this life for me. My God does believe in me as, you know, as, as the man he designed me to be. No, I am made for more. No, people do care. I just got to find it and, 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 and allow them to speak into my life. And then, um, so I just began to fight it and slowly, but surely God gave me the strength to continue to refute it. And it didn't, it didn't take very long to crawl out of that pit. Um, it was a lot of prayer and just a lot of spiritual warfare of like, just, you know what? I'm not going to listen to these lies anymore. Isolation is wrong. Too much of it is dangerous. And if you get way too much of it, well, it'll be the last thing you have in your life because the enemy will take your life if you are too isolated. And so men, I don't care how dark it is. I don't care how far you've gone down the rabbit hole. Pull yourself together enough to tell somebody else I'm too isolated and I need help. I need help to get out of this pit. And I'll tell you what, you say that to another man, I don't care if you're deep friendship or not. He's going to reach his hand in there and try to pull you out the best he can. And um, it won't take much. But again, you stay isolated, you stay alone, and you will. You will be eliminated. Yeah, that that's a tough testimony to share. And I... um. I commend you for sharing that, and that's uh, that's where uh, the love comes in. Is the men listen to this podcast? Definitely be able to tell your humble, humble guy, and it's you, you not do, easy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, I I think you have now opened something up to other men to be able to share because I think a lot of other men went through the same thing during these lockdowns Um, and just going at that now looking at it it, the lockdowns and isolation is an attack from the enemy that was a total attack from the enemy Uh, COVID lockdowns all that stuff and and nobody listen men nobody would have known you didn't know nobody would have knew Everybody around me, nobody knew that I was fighting something myself against these suicidal demonic whispers. Like it, and I say demonic because that literally is what it is. It that is not godly. That is not right. No, like every human being that is breathing is for a purpose. And yeah, so I say demonic because well, you got to call it what it is. Yeah, it almost sounds like the story of Job. <laughs> yeah, and it like I said, nobody would have known because yeah. I had to be strong for the people around me. I had to continue to lead in the midst of a pandemic. I had to continue to try to keep our church together. I had to continue to keep fighting and fighting and fighting and make sure, you know, help, help my family continue to grow. So everybody needed me to be stronger and honestly needed me to be stronger than I actually was. And somehow... <laughs> 
through it all, thank you, Jesus, um, he was able to give me the strength, able to help me through these pieces, but I kept putting my trust in him, kept putting like, all right, well, I'm going to believe what you say over what I'm hearing because what I'm hearing does not have a good outcome. And, um, yeah, nobody, nobody would have knew at all. And that's, uh, that's the first time I shared that story. So you're, you're welcome, dangerous men. Uh, you, you can be dangerous, uh, by being vulnerable and, and sharing with one another. So it's, uh, you know, praise God for the victory he had over that. And, um, yeah, praise God. I'm gonna keep fighting because I ain't, <laughs> I ain't dead. So I ain't done. <laughs> All right, we're going to give you some marching orders here, yes, man. some call to action steps that you can take uh, this week as soon as you listen to this episode. Do them now, uh, get them going. So just look into your life where you're sinning and falling into isolation mode um, and just kind of try and create a plan to avoid those, um, not, not avoid, but um, push through those attacks and temptations and Ask another brother, you know, uh, are you seeing something that I'm not seeing? Um, and then reach out to one man in your life this week and do something together. Just one, yeah, right? Just one. It's I know, it, man. It's gonna be so hard. Right? Yeah. Go, go, go. Do something you both like to do together, and talk about some serious stuff and have fun. Yeah, like it doesn't take much. Just. Invite one guy to go out and do something. Doesn't even matter, whatever. But pull yourself out of that pit because you weren't designed to live in a pit. You were designed to live in a palace. Amen. Amen. And um, just some final thoughts to wrap up. When you're talking to your fellow men, um, do it out of love. Don't come at it from an angle of, dude, just man up. Just oh, man like up. When, when you're calling them out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, do it, do it through love. Um, share a struggle or something you've been going through lately, and that that's love right there. That's that's opening up, being vulnerable, showing um, the other man that you trust each other. You trust that other man, and that's key. Um, so, where you want to lead us out in prayer and uh, yeah, wrap this thing up. I'll wrap. We'll pray for you, and then uh, we'll wrap it up. Thank you, man, for listening today. Let's pray. <clears throat> God, thank you for. Uh, thank you for vulnerability. It's scary for us as men. Um, we feel like it makes us weak, um, but I know, God, that you have given us um, the ability to be humble and be vulnerable because it connects each other. We um, we learn uh, and we trust. We build trust between other men when we're vulnerable. And so, God, thank you for that. I, I pray, Jesus, that anybody listening to this podcast right now that is struggling with um, thoughts of worthlessness or suicide, God, that they would reach out um, and say something to anybody either around them, to us. They can send us an email um, at the dangerous man podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. Like if you're struggling with this, God, I pray that you would continue to challenge them to pull themselves out of isolation just enough to say, I need help. I need help with this. I need um somebody to reach into my life as I throw up a, a Hail Mary, you know, uh, flag of surrender. God, if, if someone is listening to this podcast and they're struggling in that right now, give them the strength to stand up and say something 
to say something to a brother and make sure that it is heard. Uh, Father, I pray that you would give them the strength and confidence to watch and to walk in the life that you have designed them to walk in. And I pray, God, that you would continue to help them uh, see themselves the way that you see them. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on the Dangerous Man podcast. I want to invite you to join us in this journey. Take a moment, go to your podcast app and leave a review for the show. Give us some feedback on what you love about it and maybe some ideas on how we can continue to improve and provide great content for you men so that you can continue to stop trying and start training to be the man that you were designed to be. We believe that every man has a story and we want to elevate the everyday hero. So shoot us an email at thedangerousmanpodcast at gmail.com and tell us your story. We're going to pick through the emails and out of those, we're going to pull out guests for specific episodes in the future. Again, thank you for joining us on the Dangerous Man Podcast.